Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! It's noon here on Thursday, January 5th in downtown Bethesda, Maryland, and this is news that you can use from YAA with your hosts, the Outdoor Price Twins, Ray and Zach. So the question is, who wears it better? You know, we're going to have to get some merch for our guest on today's show, Dad. It is always good when we can have real experts join us. We are talking Toyotas, and if you're talking Toyotas, you got to go to Toyota World. Pops, I think someone's at the door. Can you let him in? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's Marcello, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, guys. Hey, Marcello, how What's are happening, you? everyone? How's it going, Zach and Ray? Uh, we are well. How are things for you up there in Canada? Good. It's a bit more mild here now in 2023 with the winter. Got a nice plus four degrees, which is better than minus 15. How about you guys? Uh, I believe it's in the 60s here today. Yes, it is, which is very different than plus four. But I think maybe there's just a conversion going on. I want to let everyone know. Yes. I want to let everyone know. We've got a few folks that are in our community that are real, like, all-stars, true all-stars. Marcello, this is now his third, maybe fourth time joining us here on the Noon Show. We really appreciate it. Marcello has a YouTube channel. He's also on social media in general. Check the top link in the description of today's video. It'll take you right to his YouTube channel. We encourage you to go watch his videos. Follow him on Instagram all the social medias. He is a good follow, a worthy follow, and one of our insiders in the Toyota world. Yes. So we really appreciate him being here with us. Marcello, for those who are new to the channel, haven't seen you here before, give us a little background, and then let's jump in, Pops. I know you've got a few questions. Not me. No, never. Yes, guys. So I'm I'm, I'm actually uh, I'm working with Maple Toyota. That's in Maple, Ontario, Canada. I've been there for 15, almost 15-plus 15 years um, and developed a long history and knowledge of the Toyota brand, uh, what to expect, what not to expect, uh, which has become very popular uh, to know and a very popular topic in the past two years with supply being an issue and pricing and all that stuff. So here I am ready for you guys to give you guys some inside info on what's going on and what it's like here in Canada. Okay, so let me start with Okay, Marcello, what the hell's going on with the Toyota and Toyota availability, not only in Canada, but how that might translate into all of North America? Hard-hitting journalism. Oh, there you yeah. have it. So <laughs> for the longest time, and when I say for the longest time, probably right around when the, the COVID thing hit, um, everything kind of halted for production. We had those production issues and delays. And generally, has anything gotten better as a whole? in terms of availability and, and supply? No, not really. But what I've noticed manufacturers doing, and I'm gonna talk about Toyota specifically here, because obviously that's what we're talking about. Um, they've become a little bit more responsible and a little bit more direct with what type of vehicles they decide to produce and what type of vehicles they, they decide to, to uh, make available. For example, we've seen a lot of Toyota vehicles uh, model lineups drop entirely. Uh, for example, here in Canada, you can't get a non-hybrid Camry LE. Uh, you can't get certain model RAV4 front-wheel drives. They just don't exist here. You can't buy them. Um, and that's a function of Toyota really looking at the segment and saying, hey, where's the popularity? Where do we have to shift our efforts to? Uh, so that's one thing. Another thing we noticed is in terms of specific production, 
Uh, Toyota is going to be anticipating to ramp up production on hybrid vehicles, most hybrid vehicles in 2023, which is huge. Uh, we're looking to see a you know double, maybe triple or, or whatnot in production wow. on certain RAV4 hybrids, certain Highlander hybrids. Uh, some some Corolla hybrids might also increase. Um, this is the forecast and what and what we hope to happen or what Toyota hopes to happen. You know, if there's no roadblocks in that come you know this 2023 year. I I I have a follow up question, if I may. Um, I, and I almost feel like I'm talking to the president uh, or the <laughs> prime minister. But um, and, and so I appreciate you allowing me a follow up question. Yeah. One of the one of the issues that we see here in the States in many cases is that so many of the manufacturers have basically done away with base model vehicles. Um, so has has Toyota committed any real resources to helping to bring out more base model vehicles that would be affordable to a greater percentage of the buying public? Not entirely. No, we've dropped Toyota's dropped a couple of base model vehicles. We still have the base model vehicles, but, but actually what happened is the base model is no longer a base model. I mean, at least here in Canada, like, you got your entry-level vehicles coming standard with a lot of standard equipment that wasn't the case in, you know, maybe 2017, 18, and 19. You've got, you know, standard heated seats, standard heated steering wheels, backup cameras, uh, stuff like that. We still have some entry-level options, though, but but to be honest, guys, the demand is not quite there here for, like, the entry-level stuff. Um, like the Corolla Crosses specifically, the RAV4s, we sell a lot of XLE model RAV4s, which is like your mid-grade uh, yep. versus mm-hmm. LE, right? The LE is not very desirable right now or, and hasn't been for a little bit. So not too much of a focus on that here. No, no. I think especially as we move into this year, I'll, I'll be curious to get your take on this, Marcello. Last year, consumers showed a willingness to pay above sticker price on in-demand vehicles. And now moving into this year, we're seeing interest rates go up, car payments go up. Will consumers still show a willingness to buy those more expensive trim levels? Our thinking is probably because the well-heeled buyers don't really care if the interest rate is going up as much as someone who maybe an extra thousand dollars over the over the term of a loan impacts them. It kind of leads the manufacturers to say, hey, we've already proven once that consumers are willing to buy our more expensive models, even when they weren't the more expensive models, they were just the marked up models. You can't really yeah. fault them if they're just trying to make as much money as they can. And I hate to break it to everyone, but I think that's how corporations work. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think so, too. I, I think there's a lot of, you know, people in the Toyota organization that do all these analysis and, and assess the current market. And yeah, like uh, you'd be surprised, like here in Canada, the most popular Highlander model is the Platinum. I, th- I think it's around 60 grand plus, 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 right? plus the freight and the PDI and the taxes. So um, what I've noticed in the past 90 days since the real rate hikes happened, I've noticed customers coming in and, you know, a little bit appalled and, and, you know, discouraged at how high the payment and the rate is. But they they seem to go with the flow. Like they seem to, to expect that that's like the norm now because, guys, over here in Canada, you go anywhere, you know, a bag of lettuce is like triple the price you know, like coffee has gone up in price, like everything's gone up in price. So really, when you walk into the dealer, you kind of expect no different. Uh, 
um, the conversation of like uh, like discounts and rebates and so on. It's it's we're not we're not there yet. No, no. I mean, one of the things that we see here is that, and and I talk about it a lot, is the chasm between those who can actually afford to buy a car and and those who can't keeps getting wider and wider. Is the same type of thing happening in Canada? Um. Maybe, maybe you've got a lot of consumers here in, in Canada that uh, they, they're okay with the high debt ratios. Like, there's a lot of customers here in, in general population that uh, you know they can maybe only afford three hundred and fifty dollar payment, but they but they stretch themselves for whatever reason to the four hundred dollar mark, uh, or, or you know they really push themselves to the limit. And at the end of the day, all it takes is an approval to the to the bank. To make that customer understand, okay, I, I can, I can, uh, I can afford the vehicle. But viewers, an approval doesn't necessarily mean you can afford the vehicle. Um, I've been in the business 15 years. Affording the vehicle is taking the time aside, doing your budgeting, uh, understanding what you have left over after all your expenses, and then you fit your car payment in, into there. Right? Cars a necessity. We all know that um, you need to have it. But yeah, an approval doesn't mean that you're able to afford the vehicle that's that's one important thing i want to share with you guys it 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 an approval is that the bank thinks that you should be able to afford the vehicle but the bank doesn't know how you spend all of your discretionary income um and and what i mean by that is they might look at what your mortgage is they might look at what your credit card payments are and they're going to look at what your car payment would be but they don't know that you're going out to dinner four times a week and you're spending $150 each time you go out to dinner. Uh, You know, so just because you're approved doesn't mean you can afford it. It's just based on certain information, the bank thinks you should be able to. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. And I think we've got a lot of that in Canada, but we probably have a lot of that all over the world, the U S and Canada. That's just, that's just like the, the, it's just like the end way of thinking nowadays, you know, uh, unfortunate to say. Um, so let's let's uh, let's do this. I want to remind everyone again. Top of the description is the link to Marcello's channel. Please go check it out. Toyota World. If you just type it in to the Google machine. I also want to let everyone know, please post some comments here in the chat so we can ask Marcello some questions. I want to transition less Canada specific, more Toyota specific. Marcello, yeah. end of year. Was there inventory? What's the projection looking like going into this year? Where is there inventory? Where isn't there inventory? You hear on markups, not markups. Give us an idea, a, a lay of the land in terms of the Toyota brand in production and inventory. We saw, to preface this, about a 10% decline for Toyota in terms of sales. In uh, I forget if it was December or if it was in the fourth quarter altogether for the year. All the Their sales were down for the year okay, because they didn't have enough inventory. What's your read on the room going into 2023 in terms of inventory? Yeah, so going into 2023, to finish off with 2022, was there actual available new cars on ground? No, not not really, not at all. Maybe uh, 3% uh, of vehicle, Toyota vehicles were available on ground, probably nationally. Um, wow. So nothing really. Going into 2023, will there be available inventory? No, I, I don't see it happening. I see every store possibly having a small handful of vehicles that came in that are not pre-sold. When I say small handful of vehicles, that could mean one, that could mean seven, like in and around that realm. Uh, And I think it's going to stay like that all year. So 
from my knowledge, from our knowledge, there are thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of orders in our sold order system that have to get caught up on, right? We have to get uh, the production on those orders happening and we got to get those orders fulfilled to the stores, to our store and over to the customers. Um, that'll take some time. Even with the anticipated increase in some of our hybrid vehicles, which is fantastic, it will still take some time. So we'll see wait times hopefully shrink a little bit on some of these uh, nicer, higher demand vehicles, like some of the hybrids, but will it mean there's inventory on ground? It, it won't mean there's inventory on ground for sure. Uh, with regards to markup, it's always an interesting topic when I'm on yeah. with you guys, because I know in the States it's, I mean, I don't want to say free for all, but I think you can almost <laughs> say free for all, right? Wild uh, West is, is actually the preferred term here. Wild in the West. <laughs> I think I heard you guys say that once. Uh, yeah. It's, you can't do that stuff here in Canada. And, and to be honest, I, well, our store for sure, but probably a lot of stores wouldn't want to do that. Like we do sometimes have vehicles that have a selling point or a selling price above MSRP. But like I've mentioned earlier when I, when we chatted uh, live is if that's the case, there's usually some products on that vehicle that you're getting the benefit of having, uh, whether it's a few accessories, whether it's a protection package, we don't actually do here like market adjustment, five grand, 10 grand on top of your selling price. We don't do that here. We can't, I don't think we can do that here. And we, we really yep. wouldn't want to, it, it kind of, it hurts, it hurts your, it hurts your brand, hurts your image. I've got another question. We've Go got ahead. plenty coming through the yeah, chat. You yeah. can, okay. So Marshall, I have one question and we're seeing it come up a bit in the chat here. Folks are wondering, it's, it's right here. How about cancellations on pre-order vehicles? Are, are you seeing any of your customers or broad strokes? Have you seen folks who previously earlier, I mean, we talked to you one time, Marcello, and you said on some vehicles, it was like an 18 month to two year wait. Have, have you started to see some folks walk away? from allocated or you know ordered vehicles we have but when they come in or contact us to walk away 99 percent of the time that order is in the cycle of pending still hasn't been fulfilled so there's frustration there from the customer there's a lot of unknowingness so they they sometimes do walk away and we don't hesitate for a second like we can you know we do the refunds over the phone they come in, we do it live. We don't give any uh, any concern to that. I mean, we have a quick talk, see if we can keep the customer uh, together. But if we can't, yeah, we understand. You know, and we're, we're so upfront at our place, and I'm sure a lot of other stores here, we stamp all of the documentation when a customer comes in stating all this stuff that, hey, you know, either party can cancel if something goes wrong and it could take around this much time for your vehicle to come in. Uh, we can, you know, change the terms if you want to go finance versus lease or whatever it is. Um, so we're very upfront. You, you have to be, you, you know, the pendulum swings, right? Both ways. So right now yeah. it's here, but one day it'll be back here. <laughs> and, you know, you got to remember that when you're doing business. So, yeah, we're open to, to cancellations. It's, it's fine. My follow-up to that would be, I know here in the States, interest rates for loans have gone up dramatically yeah. over over the what last is, what is it there? What, 12 what, months. Like, what's your general rate for a finance on a, on a new or used car here? There. Well, on a new car, it's just under 8%. Okay. And on a pre-owned car, it's around 10% or slightly above 10%. Uh, you guys hit um, it up, eh? Yes. So... You know that that's impacted some people's ability to actually who who might have have reserved a car, and let's say it was one of those cases where it took 
eight or nine months for it to come in. And the interest rate eight or nine months ago would have allowed them to be able to afford the payment. Yeah. But the interest rate today no longer does. Are you seeing anything like that up there as well? 100%. Yeah, we've seen customers have to change their order from, you know, a limited RAV4 to the XLE RAV4. We've seen customers come in and we rework the numbers where, you know, instead of a three-year lease, they're doing a five-year lease, which it becomes oh. more affordable. Uh, yeah, we, we've seen that. It's It's been it's been very common now. Our, our rates haven't touched double digits yet, but they're almost there. Most of our new car rates, lease and finance, are anywhere from 7% to around 8, 8.5%. Our finance rates on pre-owned are all minimum 8.99. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. These are incredible insights. We really appreciate that you're you're able to share them with us, Marcho. I want to yeah. I want to just let you know I've got a new segment, one we've never done before in about five minutes. If you're able to stay with us, we had a lot of year-end successes. A lot of folks buying Toyotas out there, and of course a variety of other uh, deals. I want to read you some success stories and get your uh, your reaction to these deals yeah. that folks were able to get here yeah. at end of year. Before we go there. Javi, we appreciate the contribution to the cause. Marcho, we'll split this one with you 50-50. YouTube takes 60%. We get 40 so that's a top. Uh-huh. Canadian, I think we'll send you one shilling. Marcello, is Toyota sending out more RAV4 primes? So the answer is yes. Production should be increasing on the RAV4 primes come this year, 2023. Um and it's 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 a weird thing to talk about because it was so low before that any increase is a good increase. Uh, what, what will the exact increase be? I have to take an educated guess based off of what I already know from the factory and from Toyota Canada. That increase should be about double of what it currently was. Uh, so if a store was getting four to six, they might get you know eight to ten, eight to twelve, which is good. Uh, that's that's good for such a niche vehicle that. To be honest, past two years, we haven't been selling it. We haven't bothered because we don't know what to tell customers. You know, <laughs> we have no idea. Yeah. Will we get one? Who knows, right? So, yeah, for 2023 RAV4 Prime, uh, we, we will hope to see some kind of increase in production. Of course, being that there's no roadblocks that come up or anything like that. We got a super sticker here from Kayvon. We appreciate your contribution again. I'm not we'll, dancing. We'll do the uh, we'll do the conversion. And Sean's got an interesting question. Marcello, do you have any new Toyotas in stock that one could take delivery of? If so, which model? So, are there any any vehicles that are sitting around on the lot right now? Um, yeah, but they're not big movers. And when I say that, I mean like popularity wise, demand wise. We have one nitro yellow Supra. That just landed. Well, here in Canada, it's not the time to be driving a yellow Supra. So <laughs> we have that. Um, we have one or two Toyota Tacomas. Tacomas are very stagnant in terms of like um, demand right now. Uh, the supply is okay. Um, so so we have a Tacoma, but that's that's it. Like maybe one more I forgot about. That's it. Gotcha. Not a lot of cars sitting around. We know from doing a little bit of research, there's like uh, quite a few Nissan dealers that are sitting on Armadas, for example. So if you're in the market for a Nissan Armada, that's your that's your go-to at a Nissan dealership. And and obviously we've seen some similar uh, things over at like Stellantis dealerships, like they're sitting on some late model, your Gladiators, for example. But when it comes to Toyota, there's really not much that's just we, sitting we around seen, aging. We have seen price drops and market adjustments on pre-owned. That that we have seen, yeah. I know you guys have been price is falling that. there. 
Yeah, you, you've been saying that for a while, that's happening or it's coming or that it's there. It's it there, I guess? Yeah, right? In the, in the States? It's there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So here what's happening is you've got a lot of dealers still advertising those those wicked high pricings on, on some of the you know high demand hybrid used Highlanders and RAV4s, but they're just staying there. They've been in stock for like 100 days, 120 days, and they're not... They're not moving, um, but then you know you've got some of the new uh, new stores that are kind of catching on. They're pricing them a little bit lower and they're selling faster. So yeah, pricing is dropping a bit on uh, on pre-owned, and a lot of dealers are getting caught. Unfortunately, they're getting they're getting caught because they're still buying them for strong money, and then you try to sell them and you can't sell them for that money anymore. All right, shall we do the new segment? Sure. Much like Marcello, I'm just here along for the ride. Marcello, I will read this out loud to you because I know you're in the car and you're on the phone. So let me read this to you. So we have That's six cool. days ago, a 2023 RAV4 LE all-wheel drive. Our community member named Foodie, I like their name, mm-hmm. was able to purchase it. And let's go through the deal here. All right, we will start here. I went to the local dealership for a test drive. This dealership offered us the highest trade and value of our car among other local dealerships back during Thanksgiving. They were firm on a $3,000 markup for new cars. Then, ultimately, what they had was an MSRP of $31,073. This price includes accessories such as door edge guards, all-weather liner package, mud guards, and frameless home link mirror. The base MSRP is $30,310 without accessories. I did not want to pay for the accessories, but the base MSRP ultimately got the selling price down to $30,295. Wow. So a slick $15 under the MSRP without those options, a dock fee, electronic filing fee, yada, yada, yada. We got taxes and everything. Out the door at 33.5 with 3.49% for 48 months on a Toyota RAV4, 2023 Toyota RAV4 LE all-wheel drive. Marcello, good deal, bad deal, somewhere in between? I'm just shocked at the rate. I don't know how that rate happened. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, I just it's it's so these you guys still have yeah you guys still have a market adjustment of three there was a market adjustment of three grand there I saw the overall price, um, but yeah yeah I think it's a good deal I mean that rate alone now, is like half of what it should be so yeah and and the LE that would be the base model on the that's your entry level correct? yeah that's your you can't yes. go wrong with it but it's you know you got to find the right buyer for it yet. Yeah. That that so that wouldn't be as popular as the XLE model. XLE is huge, yeah. XLE is huge because for the money you get pretty much everything you need without going overboard on price and features. Like you get the alloys, you get the uh, you know the power seats, stuff like that. Power back door. Some people want to have that at least, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. No, one more. Sense. Can I do yeah. one more and see Marcello yeah, yeah, if it gets whatever, your yeah, stamp of approval? Yeah. <laughs> So we had this one from Mikey Casino. Thank you, YAA. 2023 Toyota Corolla Hatchback XSE. I'm going to read this one out. All of the hard work, putting together such great content on the site and YouTube, along with my recent diploma from Deal School 3.0 and the wonderful knowledge from Marcella at Toyota World prepared me (laughs) for the epic journey of buying my new car in South Florida. Now, Marcello, Florida, that is truly the Wild West of buying a car here in the States. 
We'll go down here. We were trying to buy, here it is. After some shrewd negotiating, we were $1,400 apart on price. They were trying to mark up the vehicle $3,000 over MSRP, but they were still marking it up. He refused to bring the offer to his manager like he did many times previously. So I picked up the sheet and started to head towards the manager. Salesman wasn't amused and that pretty much ended the negotiations. Out the door, I walked. I posted my experience here and Zach suggested I contact Earl Stewart Toyota in Lake Park, Florida. So on New Year's Eve, I sent them an email asking if they had a 2023 Corolla hatch XSE difficult car to find, but why not ask? The next morning, I was preparing to visit another local Mazda dealership and a local Toyota dealership when Kristen from Earl Stewart Toyota answered my email, and they indeed had that car. I arranged for a meeting on January 2nd and took a $120, 85-mile Uber ride to the dealership. <laughs> no markup over MSRP, no pressure in finance, and after about two hours, I was driving home instead of taking an Uber. So this is a Toyota Corolla hatchback XSE at MSRP. Yeah, your name, Marcello. Yay. <laughs> Especially in Canada, for sure. Yay. <laughs> like big yay. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 great. That's great. Yeah. MSRP without anything on it. I think I think you got a great deal. Hey, the fact that you got the vehicle in record timing, that right there is something huge. That's awesome. That really yeah, that really awesome. is. All right, we've got a contribution here, and then Marcello will let you get back to your, your day job. We do appreciate you taking the time out with us. We've got from Taker. He says, according to car and driver, model wise, the sixth best selling vehicle in the US. In 2022 at a quarter of a million units sold it outsold the crv crazy given the price difference yeah that really is yeah crazy to think and we appreciate you drew contributing as well marcello uh, just send us an invoice man half of this <laughs> half of this we will we'll put it send in your pocket send me the sweater and we're even we're gonna get you one of these we're gonna get you an out the door price hoodie uh, we're gonna need a photo of you in in your manager's office oh, uh, wearing it that yeah interesting yeah that'd be interesting all right, Pops, any parting shots from our show? We can't thank you enough. For yeah, we, yeah, cool, guys. Literally, we cannot. Thank you so much for, for taking time out of your day, uh, for being a part of what we're trying to do and sharing your knowledge and uh, uh, your intimate knowledge of what's going on with Toyota. Um, I, I know our viewers uh, just really appreciate you finding the time for us. No worries, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, and we'll chat again uh, sometime soon. Absolutely. Sounds good, Marcello. All the best. Yep. Take care. Happy New Year to you. Wow. Yeah. We can take these off now, Pops. Oh, we don't need these now? Well, you can hear me. I can hear you. Well, then I guess I don't need to wear this. You do not need to wear this. Okay, mm -hmm. so again, Marcello's channel is linked at the top of the description. So please, 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 please click on that and go check out what he's doing. Um, awesome, awesome friend of the channel. Awesome friend yes, of the community. Absolutely. Now, Dad, we've got two other things. We've got some really got to be kidding me stuff, and I've got a couple things that I hadn't even told you about that I need to show you on today's show. Let's start with the really you gotta be kidding me. That seems pretty normal to me. You could put your things back on to hear this. You no, ready? that's okay. Really? More hands. You gotta, gotta be, be kidding, kidding me. All right, Dad, we got two things that I thought would really amuse you for yes. today's really you've gotta be kidding me. The first one is. Yeah. This one, this headline was written for you. Yeah. Fiat unveils a metaverse car shopping experience uh, service. Yeah. Fiat's digital service will offer consumers the chance to configure vehicles in the virtual showroom and purchase them on the spot. Pops, are you going uh, to your local Fiat Metaverse dealership? So does that mean I can buy a virtual car or does it mean I can buy a real car? What does that mean? And and um, uh, do I have to have a physical address in the Metaverse? Because if I do, I ain't going there. Okay. The, Fiat is the first and proud first yeah. uh, manufacturer to come out and have a Metaverse dealership. Great. So happy for them. Maybe maybe that explains why they're a failing brand. 
<laughs> I just, I mean, I just yeah. couldn't stop. Yeah, laughing. no, because you know, who, who, who wouldn't want to be in the metaverse? Who would not want to be yeah. in the metaverse? Now, yeah. the other story I thought, Dad, that was worth your attention in terms of really, you got to be kidding me. Yes. Is now you can use your Alexa. Yeah, Alexa, help. Amazon partnering with EVGo, hoping to ease EV charging pain. The new service is designed to streamline locating, initiating, and paying for a charging session. So if you thought that the solution yeah. to better EV charging was, I don't know, making sure the chargers work, you are wrong. No, it's it's it having is. Alexa being able to find that charger that won't work. That's perfect. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. Hey, Alexa, this piece of poo doesn't work. <laughs> Great. How do you handle that, Alexa? Wow. Oh, we have too much fun here. Okay, yes. Dad, first thing I got to show you and everyone on the chat, we have some new features on our car search that I am very proud of. This is not on joinyaa.com. This is on caredge.com. So you got to go to my.caredge.com, click mm -hmm. on buy. Now, Dad, two of the things we've heard time and time again from our community is, hey, can we filter by vehicles that are in transit? You want to exclude vehicles that are in transit? Yeah, just do that. Wow. I, I have to leave for a moment. Someone's got to <laughs> go to the bathroom. <laughs> um <laughs> fantastic <laughs> okay so we've added whatever it's just the demo part we've added the ability for you to be able to exclude vehicles that are in transit in your vehicle search that's something we heard from a lot of people the other one is we have feature search so now if you want to know if a particular feature is on a vehicle you simply come and you click on features and if you want to know that the vehicle has bluetooth for example you put it in right there. The way that this works, it's really cool the, the way that the team did this. Let's say you're searching for an Acura RDX. It will pull up under features every time you're searching the, top, the 20 most common features associated with your current search. So for example here, yeah, it's got sunroof, moonroof, and you can actually even search for that up here at the top and it works as expected. So we have now the feature search, which is great. And we have the availability search, which is also great. So please, 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 if you have not used this, if you have not tried this yet, please go to my.caredge.com and give this a try. It is really useful stuff. Now, the other thing that we've got going on, I'm going to jump over to this screen, is we are working on a few new pieces of what's going to happen after you engage with Car Edge. So for example here, one of the things, let me see if I can go back to it. Let me jump out. Nope, that's not the right button. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll roll with the punches. Imagine after you um, find a vehicle that you're interested in, you click on get started. We're working on a new kind of uh, checklist to help you buy your car. So for example, after you've figured out a vehicle that you're interested in, you would come to a screen that looks like this. We would ask you questions like, do you plan on trading in a car? You would enter your information. You'd have your trade in value right there. We would ask you if you plan on financing the vehicle. If you do, we would help you with that. And then as you're searching for vehicles, here we go. You can then add vehicles to your kind of checklist, the list that you're working off of. And ultimately what that would look like is for each vehicle you're interested in purchasing, and we're gonna give you step-by-step -step steps for what you need to do. So for example, if you're interested in this 2021 Ford Explorer, we would tell you, hey, contact the seller. Here's the email template or the call script to use or the chat script to use. Once you've got your out the door price quote, upload that here so that your our, our, our team, our car coaches can help you with that. If you want advice from us, you can upgrade. We can help you with that. Know that you're going to get hit with the extended warranty at the dealership. So let us help you with that. So I'm looking for feedback from everyone in the community. We are thinking about after you find a vehicle that you're interested in, building out an interface that we would essentially give you like a checklist of here are all the steps, the things that you now need to do 
to buy that vehicle. Looking for feedback on that, please let me know. Um, this is usually where my dad would come in and do something, but he's in the bathroom. So I think I'll just wait to see some messages come through in the chat. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. I appreciate that you love this. I hope that other people love this as well. Um, and Justice, Justice loves this. Would love for some people who are not on the team to also tell me that they love it, but that is a-okay. I guess we'll call it a show. Um, yeah, if we can help you with anything, go back to joinyaa.com. The Car Edge transition is happening soon. Thank you all for being a part of this. And um, I'm going to go check on check on my dad. So yeah, and thank you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yay, thank you. That is really helpful. Have a good one, everyone. Thanks so much. Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.